0: 19 after 4 o'clock, let's say good morning to Wusi Selesho. She is an international accredited money coach, money consciousness teacher and author. This Wusi, a very good morning to you.
1: Morning, Tanya. How
0: are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you this morning. We're talking about the recession, the technical recession that, you know, we are currently going through. And although our president has said that, you know, we don't have much to to worry about because things are going to turn around. However, you know, the increasing price of the cost of living is, is very clear that, you know, something has definitely, definitely, definitely needs to be done, you know, to talk about how do we deal with a recession but for sake of our listeners understanding let's just start and define what is a recession so can
1: you a recession, recession is um it's a good thing for our economy because it's a restructuring process so for instance we have all seen the statistics or maybe we are part of the statistics that says 70 percent of south africans are in debt mm. so every other time we go through the recession, the um, it allows us to restructure that. So if you are owing a lot, the thing is, during recession, you cannot continue making more debts. So, well, it means that in about two years' time, you will then not owe as much as you're owing now mm-hmm. because you can no longer take more debt. So that helps to then balance the equation. And um it, recession always... O- will always be there. So, I mean, in 2008, we had it. And we had uh, other recessions before this. And the thing is, during the recession, when you are ready for the recession and you knew that it was coming up, then the, the thing is that you benefit from it. So, Everyone who owes somebody during recession has to pay double or three times what they owe that person. Mm. But anyone who does not owe anyone during a recession and has extra cash, they actually can buy assets at low, low prices. So, um, recession is just time to, I always I say that- people who owe other people because then you they can be robbed at that moment but then when you do not owe anyone then you have an opportunity to buy
2: from Mm. the people who
1: can't afford so the thing is if we you are not ready for this recession the, the good thing is that you can be ready for the next one where you don't owe anyone and you actually have extra cash
0: to buy assets Mm, very very true and an interesting way of looking at it because there's always so much fear around a recession because they say there's a slowdown in the growth of the economy and they'll give us figures that the economy has only grown by so many percent you know over the last financial year and this and that you know but let's look at some practical ways in which you know your day to day families uh, can uh, you know mitigate the effects and the impact of a recession
3: so
1: obviously um there's a lot of talk around uh, tightening our belts, and you know that is uh that, that's an option but what I have seen and what I normally advise my clients to do is to spend less so budgeting is good, but budgeting also the a- an emotional thing and it's all about i can't have this i can't have this anymore i can't afford this i can't afford that and the thing is that every other time you think about the fact that i can't afford this i need to tighten my belt here and i can't uh, do this anymore Mm. you feel like you um you are not living your best life so you're not feeling good does not make you feel good it doesn't um in, in, encourage or inspire you, you you feel like you are losing or you know something is not going right and mm-hmm. that's a not good it's not definitely not a good feeling for our money and life so but spending less is better so when i say spending less is not budgeting this is what i mean if you are um, going to say i need dstv i need a uh uh, uh or
0: oh, any other those of those extras in yeah, the house,
1: but but there's things that we 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 get that we actually do not even get value out of them. So like like cable TV, if you could really ask yourself, what do I get from it? There is very little other than the fact that you can just sit there and doze off from life because you're watching seven soapies. Mm. Other than and, and and does is it that really helpful? It 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 might be helpful because you're not thinking about your life at that moment, but then it's not actually moving you forward. So um, if you if you spend less, it means that you will only focus on things that give you value, like value that you can account for. Mm. So um, if I'm spending on petrol, definitely I need to be a but do I need to spend on cable TV? Do I need to spend on uh, food that does not even make me feel good? Uh, food that actually causes me weight gain and all this and all that. Mm. So when you, when you look at what things really add value in your life, you will spend less. Because not only 20% of the things we do actually add value to us. The rest is just people telling us what we should be buying through advertisement.
0: Mm. Mm, mm, mm. so now Lucy, let's talk about you know um talking through you know the budget you say that people should spend less what are some of the things that people can actually uh practically start spending less on today like on a very practical level
1: so um as i was just saying things like medical aid mm. so when you when you have um uh Medical aid that is also uh, including doctor's visits and, and all that. It's so a fully uh, fleshed medical aid. You pay more, but if you take on a cover, that means that if you're in an accident or you need to be admitted to hospital, you can afford to be in a good hospital. But then, if you you don't take the rest of the pa- what the package has to offer is in the full medical uh, package, you don't uh, you pay you pay less if you take just that part of ensuring you that you will not you will be able to go to a good hospital and be taken care of if in case of an accident or in case of a hospital admission. But other than that, the day to day, you can then say, can I live a healthier lifestyle? Can I walk? A, 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 a two kilometers every other two days, mm. which will then keep me uh, more healthier. Which then means that I don't have to go to the doctor. Yeah. So then you you go through the year, maybe you only have one doctor's visit, uh, other than if you were thinking, oh my goodness, I'm not spending uh, everything on my medical aid. So I, I actually, why am I not, you know, spending my money? Because then it's going to be. Um, taken back at the end of the year. So things like that, things like that are more beneficial to us than what we could be, what we spend. So if you spend on medication and a doctor, that does not make your life better. It actually is deteriorating your life. But if you actually say, okay, let me not, um, let me not spend on medical aid in terms of doctor's visit, but let me take care of myself, then you actually spend less. Then you will actually not be in front of the TV because you will be exercising, which then <laughs> saves you more money. So it's all about restructuring our lives and making sure that we do the things that are more important. And, and the things that we enjoy and things that add value. So there's a whole lot of things that you can ask yourself when you look at your budget, when you look at where did your money go, do I really get value from this? What Don't about ask yourself little... if I need it or not. Ask if you get value.
0: <laughs> This was, sorry, I wanted to find out what about living beyond your means, um, you know, where your expenses are more than your income. We living in a very status conscious society, you know, where people want to keep up mm. with the Jones and they you know, they don't want to downscale because they are uh, scared of the embarrassment, you know, that the neighbors are gonna see that I used to drive such a car and now I've scaled down to such a car like, ooh, sham, you know, sham, you know, things <laughs> are going bad for them. You we know, get sometimes people get yeah, yeah, um, ashamed. Yeah you know and they guilt themselves into maintaining a lifestyle that they actually can't afford Mm
1: -hmm. well there's nothing wrong with getting the latest car absolutely the latest whatever that you want to get as long as also that is something that is precious to you but then if you're buying it because uh, I need to show it to the off to the Joneses then it's an issue because then it doesn't make you happy Mm. but then other than that, if you really want it and you're not buying it for them, the, the one thing that I I always say even when I hold workshops is that you need to ask yourself the right questions because your mind can will always give you the answers to what you need. So, and and, 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 and in a recession period, the the one thing that we need to be is to be financially matured. And financially matured means that you need to think in a different way. So, uh one of the questions that you can ask yourself that will give you very good answers is, how can I increase my income? Mm. Because Mm. now the petrol is going to go high, this and this and this is going to go high, your job, uh, probably they will not give you an increase and everything else around us is going to, the the expenses are going to be high, and obviously that will lead to earning less than what you need to spend. So can we ask the question that is the most important question? How can I increase my income? So, and there is a range of ways, and I would love to uh, give uh, some of you uh, listeners a an ebook that I wrote on that. And increasing your income is not about getting an extra job or starting an extra business or starting to hustle, but it's about improving your own skills. Right. Because when you improve who you are, then you are able to earn more than what you are earning today. So everyone is worried about the recession, but they don't worry about themselves. So don't try to be uh, coping with the recession without thinking of how can you increase who you are, and which then it will increase your income. And then, you know, if you have income during recession, you shouldn't be worried if you have a your income is always increasing because then you will never get to that point where your salary is less than your expenses
0: and and you know what one of the most important things that you've uh, mentioned is develop yourself because when you increase in your skills and you get a better promotion and a better position then you earn more
1: yes you you will earn more and when you earn more you and and more not because you're just trying to buy more things but and more because you are you are valuing yourself more you will also have like we said in the past uh, it shows that you will be able to put that money in something that will last mm. so you you it wouldn't be just money that comes in and then you you used it and then you don't know what happened to it you will actually keep that money and use it for things that are important also again you wouldn't just buy because i need to show off that i also can be able to you will get things that makes you happy so for instance i love to go on holidays and that's where i spend my money and and, and not everyone uh thinks that's a great idea but i i it makes me the happiest and that's what i want to do so if it's not about what other people have or what other people expect you to have, it's what makes you happy. And yes. and, and sometimes it does not seem like, oh, wow, does that, that really work? But when you're happy, you don't mind what other people think of you.
0: And also, when you've spent your money in something that you wanted to spend your money in and you've mm. saved for it and you are conscious about it, then you don't feel guilty about it.
1: No, you don't. And you actually are happy And you can be actually happy for other people who are getting other things. So if they chose this, have this and this, you can actually be happy for them because you are good with you.
0: <laughs> this was you've shared some great points with us. Thank you so much. And how do we get hold of that ebook and connect with you on social media?
1: So oh, um on all the social media platforms as Busy Selecho, my, my pages are Money with Busy Selecho. And if uh, your listeners would love to have this e book, they can send me an email at busy at busy com. Bu-c- at busy selesho.com. And, and, and they can just say, uh, can we have an e book called How to Increase Your Income? How to Increase Your Earning Potential?
0: Please send it to me as well. I'd love to read that. Thank you so like much uh, for joining us on Sound Awake, 27 minutes before 5 o'clock. Stay with us right here on Sound Awake.
2: My get up and go on SAFM. Influential people doing well in their respective fields.
0: In a moment or two in our get up and go, we will be joined by Teppo Moloi, a Soweto-born entrepreneur and founder of this and CEO of Stockfeller, and we'll be finding out more about that. It is a fintech solution that is aimed at revolutionizing a 19th century se- uh, practice into a modern and a tech a service sector. And that's what we're going to be chatting about. It's Stockfella. We all know and love is stockfeller. And we'll also you know, be reading more of your comments a little bit later on. In the show, we're talking about child abductions and the latest statistics are showing that child abductions and murders are on the increase in South Africa. And the question we're asking this morning is how do we make our communities safer for our children? What are some of the steps that we can take? And we'll be reading some of your comments on Twitter, on our SMS line on 40938, on Twitter, at radio at Kanye underscore, using the hashtag SAF a sound awake. Let's say good morning to tapo Thank you so much for being with us this morning.
2: Morning, Kanye. Morning to your listeners.
0: Now, you are an entrepreneur. You're the founder and CEO of Stockfella, and we're going to get into that in a moment. I'd just like to start with your get up and go. What's your morning routine that gets you up and going?
2: Well, great questions. Besides uh, talking to you and the listeners... <laughs> Well, um, I'm 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 a newly father, so uh, that's what my get up and go at the present moment. Mm. It's trying to make sure that the little one is fine and the madam is is off to work very well. But on a general note, um, you know, I start my morning um, with reading a book, uh, reading a business book uh, to get my mind sharpened up a bit, and then um, I head straight to 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 emails. And my priority in my emails mm. is is my clients. So, making sure that they are all uh, are happy with the solution or are happy with our services. Before then, I get to your mundane days where I I, I go through meetings and then um, I, I I I attend those meetings in the morning.
0: I like the fact that you know y- your newborn you know is right on top of of the list. Do you find that being a, a new father you know has had an impact on the sleep?
2: Definitely, <laughs> uh, you know they say what the sleep sleep is for the week. <laughs> so,
0: sleep for who? Sleep for what? <laughs>
2: sleep for who? Sleep for what? know, I mean, I can tell you, she's the boss of the home at the present moment. If we don't sleep; we here by her. Wake up, do what we want to do based on her terms.
0: Uh-huh. But yeah, um, uh, it has
2: it has it has it has been joy in my life. I must be honest. Um, it has taken a new paradigm, and and you start understanding the meaning of life that actually you, you're working for, for the future generation, not actually
0: mm. for now. It's not just about us. And that's a beautiful, be- and congratulations, of course, uh, on being a, a new father. Let's talk about Stockfella. And, mm. you know, the, the practice of Stockfella, which is more like your communal saving, is something that's, uh, you know, dating back to our grandmothers, or great-grandmothers. They've always done it. And, you know, it's how many of them educated their kids, you know, mm. da- you know gone through difficult times, you know, for Financially, let's talk about you know just the history of Stockfeller before we get into stock failure.
2: Right, look, um, I, I like you put it nicely, you've given a good background around it. Um, you know, and I tell people that yes, stock have been around since the 19th centuries, and the truth is that they're not going anywhere anytime soon. Now, if we think about that, what does that mean from a future perspective? The truth is that they've started to take shape in a different shape of saying more stock now saying. We want more out of our money. Yeah. We want to see how we can better our lives, you know. And hence, why you have more stockholders that say, okay, let's buy property so that we can earn an income from that property. Or no, let's, let's finance your business as an entrepreneur. You know, so that's what stockholders are starting to do these days. They're starting to say, how can we gather this fund that we have together instead of just sitting at the bank and adding very low interest, but what can we do with our money in order to get higher returns from it?
0: And I like the fact that you 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 know you're telling us that stockfellers are evolving. You know we we know that every month, hey stockfella, people are putting money in and everybody gets a payout. You know everybody gets a turn to get a payout. Um, Tell us about your company, stockfella, and what it actually does.
2: So understanding um that stockfalls are evolving and actually being trying to be part of a stockfall myself at some point in time purely because I wanted to see if we as as a group of individuals can actually invest and, and, and do more with our money. Mm. I found that the challenge was arguably administration. You know, I found that, that it was difficult to administrate my stockfall, having a daily job, having those um want to think want to do things in life, I found that People just never committed 100% and it was purely because of that administration nightmare. And that's where Stockfeller stepped in. Stockfeller is actually a platform, a solution that helps you manage your stock as efficient as possible, therefore allowing you to do more with your stock, sell, allowing you to focus on those goals that actually should make your stock sell successful. That's what Stockfeller is.
0: Mm. And how do you help your clients to make their stock more successful and impactful?
2: Well, most of the clients tend to ask us to come to their meetings, which we try to our best to go to almost every single meeting in order to make them realize that actually, if you focus on the goal rather than focus on who hasn't paid um, focusing on why have not you paid, because we do that as Stockfeller, we make sure that we remind all those individuals to do that, then you start to see getting value. If you focus more on the financial literacy side and focus on more the better communicating with each other as Stockfeller members, then you'll see that your goal will start to become more clearer. So that's what we do from that from that point of view
0: is to help them to have clear goals in terms of what um, they want to achieve. And um, what do you find are some of the top um, goals that people want to achieve in a stock file?
2: Um, as I touched on, is how do we get more of our money? You know, so that's the first question that everybody asks us. Is uh, What can we do to get more out of our money? You know, and, and I say to them, okay, right, right. Um, Out of the money that you have, and if if you're a burial society, let's take for example, I usually ask the question is, you know, how often do you guys bury each other? How often do you guys bury um, um, your loved ones? And most of the time, they'll say, we haven't buried someone in the last three years to four years. Mm -hmm. Then I ask them to say, okay, the truth is that it means that you're already a long-term stockholder, indirectly. You just haven't thought about it because you've passed the the 12 months, which is, i would be a short-term goal, and now you're in your three or four years. It's just that you're using your short-term goal um, but it's actually a long-term goal. So then, when when they now realize that actually we don't need to keep a hundred thousand rand in the bank, for example, we could take maybe thirty percent. So I say maybe take ten percent. Start with your ten percent and see if there's other opportunities out there, such as maybe look at look at your top forty index in your in, in your stock market as an example or think about okay what can we do from a property perspective do do all of us um, own property can we improve our properties can we hire out our properties from mm. that perspective mm. if you so if, if you're a stock that there's maybe in a township and you're able to build rooms in your property so people can hire out you know so those are the things that we start talking about to say okay these are the steps that you need to look at
0: and when it comes to issues of education, um, can there be a, like education stockpiles? I don't know where we all put money together, and we help each other's children go to school.
2: Yeah, so there, there are stockpiles like that, you know, particularly. Uh, beginning of the year. So what would happen in a in a nutshell that the stock will say, Look, we know that next day that we need to pay tuition fees or we know that next day that um, there are those application fees, you know, um, and how can we how can we make sure that each of our children actually does not suffer from that point of view from a January perspective. And yes, stock files do, do that. What we find a bit challenging what I find a bit challenging with stock falls in general is that they tend to have multiple goals under one banner you know mm. so we start as a burial stock but yet we take money to do other things in there then therefore your goals become a bit unclear or un, unmanageable from that perspective because now you've mixed and matched what a typical one specific goal is so we really say to stockholders is that look um, set one goal achieve that goal be good with that goal then set another goal and achieve that goal because then then everyone is focused um, instead of trying to do multiple things many times.
0: And which, of course, always you know takes away from the focus. type what inspires you, you know, when you do your work you know, on a daily basis and to motivate you, keep you going?
2: That's a good question. I think you first have to look at the environment and the surroundings that we are in, um, high inequality rates in South Africa, um, high poverty um, from that perspective. And if you look at that and you ask yourself, what has kept us back as as as, as a community or as, as 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 people is the fact that we haven't used the tools that we have to access economic opportunities and and that's i agree what inspires me is that how can we use the ancient 19th century culture to actually change our lives as as a community of people we've been doing it um it's just somehow we lost it along the way uh and 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 if we can do it very well i believe that Um, stock sales can change people's lives.
0: Absolutely true. I don't know how many people have been educated through Stockfeld. You know, like you said, have actually, you know, been assisted with their studies through Stockfeld. But what are are, are some of the more um, you know, practical ways in which people can run their Stockfeld? So, should they be um, paying interest, you know, at the bank? You know, if they put their money in, do people get paid out on that interest? Because if everybody, let's say, is investing a thousand rand a month and there's ten of us, maybe they Expect to get ten thousand rand back, but if they're saving money to the end of the year, there's interest that accumulates. How then do you help them with those technicalities?
2: All right, those are the good questions that you put there. So, so yes, um, let's start with the basic. To so say yes, if you look at the stock for industries as a whole, it's it's been estimated forty five billion rand. That estimation has been like that for quite a long time, you know, mm-hmm. the past five years, which shows you that it's actually not growing. And arguably, you could say that inflation is eating it up um, because you're not growing at inflation from that point of view. So, yes, you want to get interest, and ideally interest that beats inflation. Um, and, and and arguably it comes back to the financial literacy. Why is inflation and how, how does one um, beat inflation? But we won't go that into detail. Yeah. But, yes. So the first thing as a stock seller that you do is say, okay, it, we all understand that we want to put 10,000 rand um, towards um, end of the year, uh, but we must make sure that one, that 10,000 rand comes back as 10,000 rand. So from a fees perspective that we do also well. in other words, um, we would like to do EFT, all of us. So on stock seller, if you do EFT, one is the most affordable way format. That's what we encourage. That's the first part. Secondly, um, shop around and look at what's the best interest interest that you can get out of your stockfall club accounts. And again, from a stock perspective, we have looked at we have looked at what everyone offers and we believe that we offer um, better interest than the current interest out there. And the joys about that is that our interest is not tiered. You actually get good interest from the word go, where most of these stockfall clubs actually tier your interest, which means that for you to get the highest interest, you must first have a hundred thousand or more as an example, um, where with stock fell from the word go, you get good quality interest, so that 's mm. the first part. Mm. you know and then and then thirdly, yes um, save um, but I think start to think long term because even with 12 months you know interest is per annum um, you 're not going to get the best up interest out there in less than twelve months, and yes stockholders do borrow each other money, which is great, you know but don't borrow each other money to put each other in debt. For example, if you borrow each other money and you say, I want 30% back in two months, already that is above the National Credit Act, first of all. And secondly, how does a person pay you 30% in two months when they couldn't pay the bank uh, 6 or 7% in 12 months? So those are the things that you need to also start to look at as staff and to say, the last thing is we want to do is also put our members indirectly in debt. But yes, we can borrow each other money in order for our stock to grow from that perspective.
0: All right, let's not, um, you know, forget, you know, that there's those of us, you know, who live very modern lives and we're like, oh, I don't need a stock fell, you know, stock fell are what our moms used to do, mm. you know. But the truth is, even as young cosmopolitan urban young people can also get into a type of a stock fell, but maybe that will have slightly different goals. And I see people are also going into things like cooperative banking, you know, mm-hmm. you know, so they form forming cooperatives. And I suppose that's uh, the next level, you know, that's like Stockfeld two point zero. Let's talk about <laughs> that.
2: <laughs> yeah, I like how you put it two point zero, uh, two and so forth. Yeah, so let's let's touch on that. I think um, just to give you a bit background on our on, on on our demographics of like the average age is thirty five years old, the people that use our platform. Which shows you it's that young, hungry generation and it's more of the urban side. So which which makes sense from a tech perspective. And we understand that. You know, and and those individuals from our side, about sixty, seventy percent of them say they want to do investments. So already that tells you that they want to do more. They're thinking beyond twelve months goal. And 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 rightfully noted that a lot of them are starting to to think about that stock for 2.0 on how to go from a typical stock file to a cooperative bank and and if we look at it from a legislation perspective there are layers um, um in order to go there so you typically go from a stock file to a cfi to a cooperative bank to a mutual bank and arguably your commercial bank your commercial bank is your big four big five banks that are out there mm. and that's the journey that usually that these days the young the young people will, will want to take for example, the, we have a Stockfella on our platform. Um, it used to be called at the browser and stock now it's the people stock firm. They There are about 700 people. In less than 12 months, they're able to have achieved the the the, the, the minimum requirements to register as a CFI, which is a corporate financial institution. And, and and they always say that they couldn't have achieved that without Stockfella because we're able to gather them very quickly. Um, they're able to... Uh, um, put money across the country at 700 members in order to achieve that goal in less than 12 months. And, and I'm happy to say that in, in, on Saturday, they're actually now having their formation meeting in order for them to, to sign off all their requirements in order to go register. And that's what we want to see as Stockfeller, shifting paradigms and shifting things to make it possible for, for stock office.
0: Absolutely wonderful. And and talk to us about your own personal drivers. What in you know, is, is there a particular quote or a verse that you love by, you know, that is a type of a mantra, so to speak?
2: Yeah, so um, a bit of background about myself. I, I, I'm an engineer, mm-hmm. an academic, you know, so I studied a bit of engineering. So, you know, there was one quote which, um, 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 from an engineer background that says, for every action, with an opposite, equal reaction, you know? And and I took that and I say, all right, so it means that whatever I put in, I will get an equal output. So if I put hard work in, I should get good results out. And and I live by that motto, you know? So I say, okay, if I don't know something, I will, I will, I will read about it. I will make sure that by the time that I meet the person who's an expert about it, I would, I believe, if not know more than that person, you know. Um so I, 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 I live about, about that much.
0: Absolutely wonderful. And can you talk to us about, you know, what are some of the easiest ways that a pers- uh, that fells can also just regulate and protect themselves, you know, from non-payers and all sorts of things uh, contractually and from a legal perspective? Do you also assist your, your clients there to say everybody must sign a binding contract? What are the terms and conditions of the stock file and what happens to defaulters?
2: Yeah, so that, that's a good question. Um, so on Stockfeller we do give a standard constitution. So, Every stock sell by law needs to have a constitution. Mm. You know, so on, so some stock will give you that when you start your group on stock you get a standard constitution. However, you can customize the constitution, and if you want to engage us in terms of how to customize it, we also engage on that on those terms. You know, via email or via coming to, to your stock sell. So that's the first part. In terms of um, how to make sure that everyone pays, you know, the truth is this quite simple: stock are based on trust. Yeah. Um, and there's no system, you know, even us, we cannot, you know, take away the trust. All you can do as a, as a stock seller is elevate your transparency, meaning that everyone gets to see um, where the stock flow is. So from a security perspective, that you know where your stock flow is. Because a lot of members, if you ask them how much is in your stock flow, they don't know. Yeah. They're waiting for end of the month or end of the year, which is wrong. You're supposed to know. The, the, treasurer yeah, the
0: treasurer knows. The treasurer knows. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know. And that's the first thing. Secondly is that, you know, usually you give signing powers to two or three individuals of your stock for members. Those two or three individuals can collude and go and and do a transaction, arguably, and you will never know. Arguably, comes back to trust. You need to trust them, of course. But the systems that are out there um, have not been able to tell you when the transaction is happening. You know, and this is where again stock seller comes in. Every member gets a notification, gets an email, gets an SMS whenever a movement gets done of money within the stockholder. You know, so those are the those are the things that we put in place. However, forcing members to pay, members won't pay if they don't feel that the goal that as a group you put together is benefiting them. You know, and and that's where goals and communication needs to be clear. Mm. It doesn't matter what you do. If I don't feel that I'm I'm linked to that goal on a personal personal capacity. I don't feel that this goal changes changes not only my community life but also impacts my life, then I won't take out my hundred rand, it's that simple. So so and that is what we try to instigate with stuff else.
0: All right. Uh, please do share with us, you know, how you would inspire somebody that's listening to you right now and is saying that, you know, I I, I hear you and I, I hear your journey and you've discovered what you love and you're doing what you love. I'm still on that journey and right now things are not looking up for me. Tepper, what would you say to somebody like that?
2: I think the first step is that the, first step, the, the, the thing that you're breathing It's a good start. Mm. You know, it means that you have an opportunity tomorrow to do something. You know, so that's the fundamentals. Is that I tell people that the fact you are in life, God's grace, that you, it, it's a good start. The second thing that I would encourage you is with is that find yourself. I think a lot of people tend not to understand themselves and find yourself. And I always say, listen, um, that stay in your lane, as people would call it. But you know what? What I mean about that is that focus on what you want to do. Yes, there's lots of noise around there, around the economy crashing, around, you know, corruption, inquire this, inquire that. But if you focus on what, on you, on what you want to do, you yeah. tend to find that the universe tend to follow you along the way, you know. Um, stop trying to imitate other people. Do yourself, you know. Challenge the man or the woman in the mirror and say, I can do more. And you find that things will slowly start to become together.
0: Mm, mm, mm. Thank you so much for joining us this morning and and sharing such great wisdom. And we wish you all the best as you continue working. You know, with stockfellers around the country, please share with us your social media handles.
2: All right. Thank you. Um, my social media handle, as in my personal capacity, is Mr. T Maloy. From a stockfeller perspective, is Stockfeller SA. Um, and individuals can get a hold of us by our website, stockfeller.com. That's f o k f L A dot com. And then every other contact detail is there from the website.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much for being with us and enjoy the rest of your day. Six minutes before five o'clock, here's this new day.
2: This new day on SAFM. Spiritual upliftment to get your day started.
4: A very blessed and good morning to you. This is Pravrajika Ishtaprana of the Shri Sharda Devi Ashram. Great people are always humble. They work silently for the good of all and do not expect any gratitude. Ordinary people want everyone to know what good work they do and want to be thanked. God created this world, this beautiful world, and is hidden, so to say, behind his creation. Sri Sharda Devi worked all day long and took care of the needs of her devotees, whom she called her children. She was humble and did not admit that she worked hard. She was very compassionate and worried about everyone. She always encouraged the monks to eat when they were hungry. She said, ''Have your breakfast and then offer the worship.'' If you are hungry, your mind will be restless. Please eat something. Then you will be calm and happy. She always gave practical advice. Sri Devi was born in a little village not far from Kolkata. Even today, thousands of devotees visit this place for peace of mind. People often walk barefoot to touch the sacred ground where she lived. Sometimes children threw pieces of broken earthen vessels in the courtyard. A monk who was a disciple of Sri Sharda Devi recalled, When I was young, the mother was over 60 years old and not keeping too well. Once my sleep broke at about 1.30 at night. From my room, I saw a light in the courtyard I came out and saw that someone was doing some work using a lantern I was amazed to see Sri Sharda Devi using a spade to collect broken pieces of earthen vessels in a basket dumbfounded I asked mother what are you doing she replied softly I'm just cleaning the courtyard as people walk barefoot. Today, someone's foot was cut. I said, but mother, we can do this work. Why are you doing this menial task and sacrificing your sleep? My son, she said, you must be tired from working all day, so you need to rest. I said, all right, now please let me clean the place. Mother, please rest. Mother said in a gentle tone, My son, I shall do it because I am the mother. You please rest. I could not say anything more. Tears trickled from my eyes and I thought, This is why she is the mother of all. Actually, she is not only cleaning the courtyard, but also clearing the obstacles on our path and she will continue to do so always. We learn from great souls to be selfless and caring. There is a unique joy in being helpful and seeing the joy in the faces of others. May God bless us with a wonderful, happy day. This is Pravrajika Ishtaprana Prana of the Sri Sharda Devi Ashram.
0: And before we go home, let's just look at what's happening on the timeline with regards to our discussion of the day, talking about the safety of children. An SMS coming here saying, let's know each other in the communities where we live so that it makes things easier to identify a very unfamiliar person within our boundaries. Uh, Learning, as is saying, and her youth Okay, I don't quite know how to um, read that. It kind of starts there. Uh, Good morning, Kanye. I've just given birth to a beautiful son and hearing these stories of kidnapping and child trafficking it petrifies me, especially what's happening in Cape Town. We can only pray for God's protection and safety. And also coming through on our WhatsApp line, we have Samuel Matsoso in Lesotho saying, in my country we have people called uh, Mahugela. These are people who are guards in the village at night. I think the solution to child abduction is village policing by community members I believe it is the best option for now communities should also give out links to the police without a fear and I do know most of your parents are very much you know um, worried about your children's safety I think it's all about the practical things we do on a daily basis thank you so much for uh, joining us right here on SAFM and thank you to the team with Loko Matlos as well as stay tuned. Godfrey from myself, Kanyu Makubana. Have a fantastic day. Namsa is up next with the news. SABC News. Independent and impartial.
3: Thank you, Kanye. In the news at 5, President Cyril Ramaphosa has told EFF MP and the NCOP, Debohomogwele, that government has no reason to fear that sanctions may be imposed on South Africa due to land expropriation without compensation. In a question, Mugwele wanted to know whether Ramaphosa is ready to deal with such possible consequences against South Africa from Western countries. The President says South Africa's land policies are done within the confines of domestic law and consistent with international law.
0: We have no reason to believe that any country would impose sanctions on South Africa for any actions that we take, actions that are constitutional, that are lawful and consistent with international law. I discussed the issue of land reform with the UK Prime Minister, Theresa May, during her working visit to South Africa on the 28th of August. She welcomed the way in which we are approaching the land issue and understood that land reform – could in the end unlock investment opportunities as long as it remained legal and transparent and was the product of a democratic process.
3: Some social grant beneficiaries in some parts of the Northwest are left in limbo without their grants. It is two months since the South African Post Office has taken over the distribution of social grants from Cash Paymaster Services. The Post Office IT system is struggling to handle the high volumes of grant holders trying to access their funds as well as to switch their cards. In the Northwest only at least 330,000 beneficiaries have so far changed their cards. Sasa Acting Regional Manager Fund says
0: this is a temporary problem. Sasa and SAPO is working together to address the challenges experienced at PayPoints during the month of September. I think I must say that though we are seeing much progress with the takeover transition, there are a bit of challenges that we have encountered there and there, um, which we are busy trying to resolve. <laughs>
3: And the United Nations Security Council has observed a moment of silence and tribute to the victims and survivors of the 9-11 attacks on the United States 17 years ago. U.S. Ambassador Nikki Haley, who, hold, who holds the presidency of the council for the month of September, led the tribute at the opening of a council meeting on Syria. We sit here today on 9-11, and 17 years later, it hurts us as much today is the day that it happened. I was at the 9-11 memorial um, ceremony this morning. They started reading the names. As we start this Security Council meeting, they are still reading names of those that lost. We lost thousands of people on that day. We lost mothers and fathers. We lost sisters and brothers. We lost sons and daughters. We lost friends. In a recap of our top story at five, President Cyril Ramaphosa has told the EFF MP in the NCOP, that government has no reason to fear that sanctions may be imposed on South Africa due to land expropriation without compensation. For SFM News, I'm nomsam Luli. Headlines at 5.30.
0: Thank you, Nomsa. That brings the time now to four minutes. Bar.